I'm Denise Wallach-Peterson, founder of the Menopause Project and creator of the Use Your Cycle Method. I've been a personal trainer for the last two decades to hundreds of women, helping them through hormonal disruption, perimenopause, and menopause, coming out on the other side, celebrating their strength, their health, and their wisdom. Because menopause doesn't have to suck. In Meno Minis, we'll be discussing everything from sleep, sex, and weight loss to how to support and use your hormonal cycle to live a more vibrant life in the flow, even post-menopause. Welcome to today's Meno Mini. Hello, Denise Wellick-Peterson here, creator of the Use Your Cycle Method. Today is the Weight Loss After 40 webinar, Living Life in the Flow. A um, little bit about me to start. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Denise Wellick-Peterson. I have been a personal trainer for the last 20 plus years. I've been a hormone specialist for the last eight plus years, and I'm the creator of the user cycle method, perimenopause and postmenopause and everything in between for all of those hormonally upsetting years, right? Now, how did I get involved in all of this? I have twin daughters. The year they turned 13, Lord, ladies, can you, can you relate? 13 year old girls? I had two of them at a time. It was a thing. It was a real thing. And one night, all of a sudden, I'm I'm getting ready for bed. My husband and I are sitting there joking around, having a good time. And all of a sudden, I am just bawling. I am just in tears. Just like, like one second I was laughing and the next second I was going, absolutely, what the hell? Like, like there was no, re and my, my husband was just sitting there going, I don't know what I did. How can I help you? Please quit. Right? And I mean, we laughing out snot, everything. It was nothing that he did, right? It was just straight up hormones going crazy, right? And you know, the the whole thing about the girls being 13, right? Is that there were so many hormones in the house, right? Just like a college dorm, right? Hormones affecting one another. So as my hormones were starting to do crazy things and their hormones were doing crazy things, we were affecting one another. But this can be how perimenopause starts, right? Okay. So the average age in the U.S. for menopause is 51. But perimenopause, okay, wait, and menopause you don't know that menopause has happened until 12 years without a period, or 12 years, <laughs> 12 months without a period, right? So you, you don't know when that is. And perimenopause can start 10 to 15 years before that. So if the average age in the U.S. is 51, that's 36 to, to 41 years old when perimenopause can start. And all that means is instead of that steady ebb and flow, estrogen and progesterone every single month, now it's a little less predictable. Maybe every once in a while something spikes higher or dips lower than we expect. Maybe testosterone takes a bigger peak 
in the whole thing, maybe hormone levels come down a little bit. Okay, so it's nothing to be scared of, worried about or whatever. It's just let's try to figure it out as we go along, right? Now, with hormones and the user cycle method, I am trying to help women through all of the changes through sleep, libido, brain function, so much more and weight loss. Weight loss and sleep are kind of the big ones that usually catch our attention and hold it the longest, right? Now, here's the big thing about weight loss, right? I can't be the only one that notices that or has noticed that starving myself no longer works. It just adds on pounds and that's frustrating, right? Or how about over-exercising? If I just run more, that used to work. Adds even more pounds, right? So that's why we're talking about weight loss today. So, um, sorry, I made notes and then I went totally off, off script. Why do I bother with notes? I don't know. Because after our 40, our body has done a lot of things, right? Here's the thing with weight loss. Our body's done tons and tons of things that have changed it and forced it into submission. And if you're anything like me, our mind is kind of rebelling, but our body... Thanks for your patience. I got a lot of technical things going on all at once, right? Okay, but our body is... If our mind is rebelling, our body is definitely rebelling. Our body is here to survive. And all of these things we call hormones that we just have for years have been thinking, oh, these are just monthly inconveniences. They've been keeping you alive, right? You try to beat it to submission with an all veggie diet, it, it survives. The hormones adjust to what you're trying to do. You try to beat it into submission with hours and hours of pseudo cardio, and it stays alive. This is the job of your body and of your hormones to keep you alive. Whether you are starving because the food supply is gone, you are starving because there's no um, woolly mammoths yet in the, in the area, your body is surviving. So now when we're in our maybe 40s, maybe 50s, we feel like we're failing because we're doing all the things that we've done in the past, right? We're doing the things. We're doing the all veggies. We're doing the cardio. We're doing the weightlifting. We're doing all the things that have worked in the past and they no longer work. And we feel like a failure. But in reality, this is a win. Our body is letting us know that there's an easier way to do this. If you would just work with the damn hormones, there's an easier way to do this. And yes, you do have hormones in menopause and you do have hormones post-menopause, okay? They're just not that predictable, not that easy glow, predictable up and down of estrogen and progesterone, right? They're, they're, they're coming into a more stasis, more static place, right? But there's a way to adjust that. But that's not what we're here to talk about today, right? We're talking about what we do need, what we don't need, how to get started, all the things, right? So you can leave this webinar and just have some good ideas on what to do, okay? So, ready? Got your pen and paper? 
All right, if you've got any questions as I go along, please drop them in the comments and I will circle back later to answer your questions, okay? So let's start with some things we do not need in order to get started on our weight loss journey, okay? Number one, you do not need a food app or a food journal or whatever. You don't need to track your food, right? So often what I see with my clients is we've always tracked. We've been told X number of calories, X number of grams of protein, X number of minutes of cardio or our um, Fitbits or rings or whatever. All are telling us there's things that we have to do. And it's a simplification to think that our body is a math equation. It's just not, okay? Hormones play into this. Hormones are adaptable. Hormones are like, oh, mm -mm, I see you are trying to starve me. No, that's not how this is going down, right? And then it th the hormones throw up walls, right? So you don't need the food app. Are they handy? They can be handy. But I often find with my clients is that they get in their head about them. And what I see about my 40 plus year old self versus my 20 year old self and what I see in a lot of my clients is that as soon as we start tracking something, like the numbers, the numbers have to match. If the numbers aren't working, then, then I'm a failure. Yep. You're not a failure. The thing is, maybe we're working with numbers that aren't quite true to us, okay? Not true to the us now. Maybe they worked when you were 20. Maybe they worked when you were 30. Maybe they worked when you were postpartum. Maybe not, right? And maybe that's part of why we feel like failures at this point. But the thing is, we need to start looking at the quality of our food, right? When I start with clients, I usually talk about what are some things we can add, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit a few minutes from now, okay? The second thing you do not need is a detox or a cleanse or whatever. You don't need a magic pill. You don't need a magic potion. You don't need a magic short-lived extreme, right? Too often what I find is that these short-lived extremes cause people to, it's like a pendulum swing, right? We start way over on one side and we, when we're done, it's like, hell no, give me the donuts, give me the ice cream, give me the wine, give me all the things I'm never running again. So I find that to be counterproductive when I start with my clients. Food apps are a no. We start with what are some of the things we need. Detox and cleanses, we don't need. We don't need that extreme. All that is gonna do is set us back. Third thing you do not need is a gym, right? Um, whether it's because of COVID, you don't wanna go to the gym, or it's just too expensive, or you just can't find the time, or you're uncomfortable in a gym, you don't need a gym to get started, okay? <clears throat> excuse me, maybe in several months, maybe in a year, maybe never. A gym is something that we can put on the table. But right now to start, you do not need a gym. So get that out of your head. You don't need to have all of the stars aligned right now. All of the, all of the stoplights don't need to be green from here to the gym. Whatever. You don't need everything in a perfect line to get started, okay? So you don't need a gym to get started. Also, what about supplements, Denise? If I just like take all of the vitamins, like I need vitamin D, vitamin E, vitamin K, I need melatonin, I need, 
a C, A, B. No, stop. You don't. You need to eat real food, okay? First and foremost, you need to eat real food. So supplements are little rocks. The bigger rocks to get started are to eat some real food. We're going to talk about the real food, but right? Just know that you don't need to have that magic, magic weight loss pill. There's, there's no magic supplement that's going to all of a sudden send you into a weight loss frenzy, right? No matter how much we would like that to be, we are not. Okay. So have that in your head. That's just, that's not it. Supplements are not it. That's something we can talk about later. Something I talk about with my user cycle clients, but literally like on week 16 of their program. Okay. It is not a starter. You don't need a trainer. What I'm going to talk to you about today, you can take these notes from this and, and you can run with it and you could start losing weight. Okay. You don't need a trainer. However, of course there's a however, I'm a trainer, but you don't need, you don't need me. You don't need anyone else, right? However, what a coach or a trainer is going to do is they're going to show, they're going to cut out all the, the extra shit. They're the ones that are going to say, you don't need that supplement to get going. You don't need those expensive shoes to get going. This is what has worked in the past. I've got eight years of working with women in this age and stage that I have proof that it works, right? And I I can cut out, hey, you don't need this. Hey, let's not focus on this. Hey, when I've had people start with a food app, it doesn't work. It always backfires, or at least 99% of the time, right? So the coach or a trainer can shorten the, the path to the end goal, right? And finally, hormone testing is something I get asked about a lot. Nothing wrong with hormone testing. The reason I don't start with it with my clients is because that's one more delay. That's one more procrastination. I can tell you from past personal experience, I have gone to my doctor, I've ordered the tests, and then I'm like, I don't really know where that clinic is that they want me to go to. I I asked her first for the first time a couple years ago, and I still haven't gone. Truth of the matter is, if we can just get started, when I do get around to getting my hormones tested, I'll be on a better path for them to be effective, right? For the tweaks I can make then. So is that to where to get started? No. Are they nice? Yes. But it's not necessarily where you need to start. Okay? So what do we need? You've got a list of what you don't need. You don't need a food app. You don't need a detox. You don't need a gym. You don't need a supplement. You don't need a coach or a trainer. And you don't need a hormone testing to get started. Okay, what do you need? You need to get back to the basics of food. You need protein. I don't care if you like plant protein, animal protein, but you need protein. Okay, the human body was designed to work on protein. Make it happen. You need a lot of protein. Another hint I give my clients is you need to start every meal with protein. Why? Because if you've got protein in your system for, okay, so you need protein to build muscle, to maintain muscle. Cause let me tell you, after 40, you start losing muscle. You're either actively gaining muscle or you're losing muscle. Okay. So you need protein to help maintain the muscle. Once you start adding exercise to you, you need even more protein. Studies have shown if you need a number, God help me, I'm going to give you a number. 125 grams of protein is a minimum daily amount women over 40 need. Okay. 
it's just a good place to start. The older we get, the less efficient our body gets at processing protein. That's just a bare minimum number to make sure we're getting the protein that we need actually incorporated into the system, okay? Start every meal with protein because then any sugar responses you're gonna have or insulin responses that you have after that or caffeine responses are going to be muted, right? So if you were to have a Snickers bar first thing, right, like without a bite of protein or whatever, it's going to cause great sugar jumps, which cause great insulin jumps, which causes fat storage. Okay, I'm not into getting into the hormones too much today. Just if you have that protein, instead of having highs, protein and insulin jumps and dips, it's going to mute it a little bit, which means less fat storage. So start every meal, every calorie beverage with a bite of protein. Okay, and mute that response. Next up, I have my clients add vegetables, right? So part of not tracking your food by app or by phone or by whatever is that if we add protein and we add vegetables, you're not going to be as hungry for the chips or the dessert or the sweets or, 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 right? So we want to add in healthy things before we worry about taking anything out, right? Because truth of the matter is, as we've gotten older, we kind of get to that point where you can't make me. You're right, I can't make you eat your vegetables. I'm not your mom. I'm not you. You're the only one can decide if you want to eat your vegetables. But are they real damn helpful? Yeah. Yeah. Some of it from a fiber perspective, some of it from the micronutrients you're going to get from it, some of it just because it's a lot of bulk, takes up space, makes you feel full longer, and helps prevent cravings, right? Eat your protein. If that was the only thing you take away from this, eat your protein. But if that one doesn't trip your trigger, eat your vegetables. Eat your vegetables. Eat the vegetables. Third thing you need, this is not even food related, this is great. You need to sleep. Quit staying up to watch that last show. Even though you'll find yourself waking up going, damn, I missed the ending again. And then going to bed and you can't sleep. So frustrating, right? Sleep becomes more, 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 and more, and more important the older we get. Okay? So, yeah, but Denise. Okay, I'm going to get to it. I know you're saying I can't sleep, right? Sleep becomes important in the weight loss equation. Okay? You need to establish a regular bedtime routine. You need to establish a regular bedtime, even on the weekends, even on your day is off. You need to sleep. You need to get that regular amount of sleep. Like, and it's a, it's a mind F, right? It screws with your mind to think, here I am, 45 years old, and I'm going to bed at 9 o'clock at night. Yeah, but do you feel better in the morning? then at what point does it become more important to go to bed? Okay, the sleep helps our body reset. Now, for those of you saying, yeah, but I can't sleep, Denise, that's the issue. Refer back to number one and two, eat your protein and eat your vegetables. Okay, it's going to come, but we have to help it along by being regular. Our body likes regularity with sleep. So get your sleep. We got to get your sleep. Sleep is something we're going to talk about more throughout this month. So stay tuned for that. And 
I want you to start thinking about, am I just staying up because like the societal norm is 10 o'clock? Like when I was growing up, my dad always stayed up to watch the news. And I always thought, this is the stupidest thing ever because he'd stay up to watch the 10 o'clock news and literally fall asleep before they started. And then wake up just in time for the weather to go to bed, right? And I was like, why are we staying up for the news if we're tired? Let's go to bed, right? Um, when I was in my early in my training career, it was like, um, I, I don't know why 10 o'clock, I suppose, because my dad always stayed up till 10 o'clock, right? Got to stay up till 10 o'clock, even though I was getting up at four in the morning to go into the gym and work. Now, how does that make sense? That didn't work with my lifestyle. My dad didn't get up till six o'clock. Like, what time do you have to get up? Work backwards for eight hours, people. Okay, sleep is really important. The fourth thing you absolutely need to start adding is walking. Not huff and puff, not cardio walk. Yep, I'm gonna use air walks because they're not cardio. Again, another subject for another day. But you need to start strolling. You need to start walking. What that is going to do is help you burn off the crazy, help you burn off the cortisol, help you burn off the stress hormone that says, store everything, store everything. She's super stressed out. We're running from a tiger, right? When we were running from a tiger 10,000 years ago, nothing else mattered because if you didn't outrun the tiger, it didn't matter if you had a baby due tomorrow. It didn't matter if you needed sexy time. It not, Sleep didn't matter. Nothing else mattered if you didn't outrun the tiger. So you need to outrun the tiger in order to burn. When we were outrunning the tiger, we burned off the cortisol because it gave us that burst of energy to go faster than the tiger, to, to sprint up the tree, whatever, right? So you need to just walk off the crazy. If you had a fight with your significant other, if you had a fight with your best friend, you need to walk off the crazy. If you have bad traffic on the way to work, you need to walk off the crazy. You need to get outside, you need to stroll more. It's a slow walk. I don't care if it's a slow walk around the block, I don't care if it's an hour long stroll walk, but you need to, to get out there and, and walk. Okay. Yes, you need cardio. Yes, you need strength training, but these are not keys to starting the weight loss journey. Okay. These are things we can add in later. If they are things you currently do and you need to know how to tweak them, refer to some of my other podcasts, some of my other videos. I've talked about them in the past and I will talk about them again in the future, but that is not a key to getting started on a weight loss journey today, right now. With your next meal, you can start by eating the protein on your plate. Whatever protein it is you packed, you know you can go start with it. Okay? So stress reduction. I can hear you thinking it when I say stress reduction. Yeah, but... Yeah, but I don't want to do meditation. I don't want to go for a walk. The other big things I hear women in their 40s plus say, yeah, but I don't want to give up my wine at night. Can I do all these things and have my wine at night? Yeah. Yeah, but my coffee. I have to have coffee to get started stomping feet. Okay. You can have them. But you know what? They're going to stall out your process. They're going to stall your progress. They're going to, they're really going to slow your progress down, right? For lots of reasons, but 
coffee, most of us don't have the gene that deals with caffeine very well. So whether it's coffee, whether it's Monster, whether it's five-hour energy, it is going to screw with your sleep 10 hours from now. Okay? Yes, I still drink coffee. But I make sure I have my one cup of coffee eight hours before I want to go to bed. Okay? The thing with that caffeine is that not only is it going to screw up your sleep, which is going to screw up your weight loss, it's going to adjust with those cortisol levels. And those cortisol levels are designed to store fat. Same with the wine. Wine, you may be going, Denise, I need a glass of wine to fall asleep. Okay. Are you sure? Because maybe the wine is going to help you get to sleep, but I can guarantee it is not going to help let you stay asleep. It is not going to let you get the deep restorative sleep that we need even more than we ever did in our 30s or 20s. Okay? Sleep is disrupted by alcohol consumption. I would highly recommend you limit the number of days per week that you drink alcohol to very, very few, if any. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now, if this is a deal breaker, if you will not start any of the other things because I said you can't have coffee or wine, forget it. Just have the coffee, have the wine, but kind of tuck it away back here in the back of your head and go, I'll think about that someday, but right now I'm maybe just going to add protein to all my meals. Awesome. 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 Lots of my clients start there and they get results. Drastic? No, but they start feeling better and they start wanting to add things or subtract things. Okay. So don't start there. If that's going to be a yeah, but I'm not saying don't start at all. I'm saying that can be a few steps down the road. Okay. So those are the two things that usually stall people out is that their trainer says, absolutely. If you're not, if you're not going to give up your alcohol, if you're not going to give up your wine, just screw it. You're never going to have progress. You're going to have progress. It's just going to slow the progress. Okay. And when you're ready to start playing with what does my caffeine consumption look like? What does my alcohol consumption look like? I wonder if I did this, you know, would that help? All right. Number one thing. Dang it. Don't you know that husband came home? Hang on. I got to shut the door. The dog's going to tell us. Number one thing. Start. Just start. Start wherever you're at. Start, start, start. Start wherever you're at. Start. Pick something and go with it. I'm going to have protein at every meal. I'm going to start every meal with protein. Or I'm going to just start walking at night. I'm going to take a 10-minute stroll before I go home. Right? Go for it. Do the thing. Just do anything to start. But don't go extreme. Don't think you have to do all of the things today. Many of my Use Your Cycle clients, it's like, what are we going to start with? We're going to start with vegetables. We're going to start with protein. We're going to start with straw and everything else falls away. And a week later, I'm like, were you able to get protein at every meal? Eh, most of them. Awesome. Great way. But Denise, I didn't lose any weight. Your body takes a few minutes to like get, like adjust to that, right? Is it a slower process? Probably. But you know what? I know you already tried the fast process and it didn't work. 
or it isn't working anymore. You're not failing, you're finding ways that didn't work. So let's look for a lifetime way to get going, right? First and foremost, just start something. Kind of the 1.5 to that is have patience. Your body is now practiced at saying, screw you, we are not doing this fast. Screw you, we don't need to do all of the things right now today. Screw you, I know you're trying to starve me to death, so no, we're not gonna lose weight because you're doing too many things at once. I want you to think about, side note, right? When you start and you start slow, I want you to think about a stick of butter in the microwave. It's a frozen stick of butter at that, right? Frozen stick of butter in the microwave. And you put it in there for 15 seconds and you open it up and go, damn it, still looks like a stick of butter. So you put it in there for five more seconds and you open it up, damn it, still looks like a stick of butter. So you started with the protein, right? Damn it, I did this for a week, it's not working. Still look like a stick of butter. I'm gonna add vegetables. Check on it in a week. Damn it, still look like a stick of butter. I'm gonna start walking. Check it out in a week. Butter, five seconds. Still looks like a stick of butter. Getting mad at Denise. But okay, she says to breathe. I'm breathing. I'm eating the protein. I'm eating the vegetables. I'm going for a walk. Damn it, still look like a stick of butter. She is so full of, oh shit, something's working. You pop that microwave open and boom. And then you're like, damn it, I didn't want to look like my aunt, right? I mean, think about a stick of butter. It's a stick of butter, stick of butter, stick of butter, stick of butter. It's a puddle of butter. Because we keep adding just a little bit more. Keep adding just, just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit. And then all of a sudden it's working, right? We got to have patience and convince our body we're not trying to kill it through starvation or through overworking. Our body needs to know that, okay? So start and have patience, but be consistent. Oh man, is that a 1.75? It probably is a 1.75. Sorry, you needed a 1.75. You need to start, you need to have patience, you need to be consistent. Like quit jumping all over the place, like do the things and just trust me, it works. I've got eight years, right? If you wanna know more information, um, I'm, I'm going to have all the links down in the descriptions here. Be sure you're listening to my podcast, Many Minnow, Mini, Jeez, Minnow Minis. Every week we drop some truth bombs in 15, 20 minutes or less. All right. Check out my YouTube channels, Menopause Meals and Movement. Same sort of stuff. We've got workouts on there. We've got meals on there. Sift through it. See what you like. Um, you want more information on this whole protein, veggie, sleepwalking the things. Check my book out on Amazon. It's called Use Your Cycle. I don't care if you are menopausal or postmenopausal, you still have a cycle and you can still use this information. It goes deeper into the things. If you've been through all that, been, been there, done that, want to work with me one-on-one, um, drop me a message in my DMs and we'll talk about it. We'll see what we can do it. We'll see what we can figure out. I am currently accepting some one-on-one clients who want to lose weight, sleep through the night, dissipate the brain fog, and maybe fix your frisky while you're at it. Or I'll see you on the social media. Uh, 
let me know what I can do for you, what questions I can answer for you. We're going to do these Life in the Flow webinars once a month. I look forward to seeing you again. Have a fantastic day. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Thanks for listening. It would mean a ton to me if you left a review or passed this podcast on to your best gal pals. And hit subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you have any questions, be sure you join the Menopause Project on Facebook. Until next time. Thank you.